books and one in particular and the subject that came up was talking about praise and then when I heard our you know pastors talking about praise today and then I heard the praise reports and I was like all right this is what I'm talking about you know and um and I said Lord you've got to give me a subject and I I mean I wrote down two or three of them and cross it out no that's not it cross it out and that's not it so finally I got a, a subject and the subject says, what happens when you praise God? I, like that. I said, all right, what does happen when you praise God? I said, all right, Lord, you're going to give me some stuff to go with that. Because right. that is massive. You know, because see, first of all, we are instructed throughout scriptures to praise the Lord. Yes. To give him glory and to worship him. Yes. And Deaconess Latoya, when she was, uh, you know, up this morning when she was praying, she was praying Psalms 100, verse 4, entering his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Yeah. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Yeah. And I said, Lord, thank you. Yeah. Yes, that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, and the Amplified Version breaks it down like this. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and a thank offering. A thank offering. So you praise him and you give him a thank offering. And into his course with praise, be thankful and say so to him. Bless and affectionately praise his name. And I said, wow. You know, because I think we've been looking at praise maybe a little differently than we should be. Because a lot of times you say, praise the Lord, people figure, you say, praise the Lord, you praise the Lord. Not necessarily. And I was surprised when I, when, I, when, I, when I heard that. I said, really? I said, that's nice, but that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, when we're talking about praise, this is, this is the way our relationship with him should be. That is, this is how we should pray. When we begin to pray, we should thank him first. Because this is how God desires it to be. And the reason he desires it to be because he loves us and wants to receive that love in return. Sometimes the Lord does things for us and we just say, thank you, Lord. That's not really loving him. That's not really praising him. You're just saying, thank you, Lord. You know, sometimes things happen so quick. Wow, thanks. Whew. And you just blow it off. Now, think about this. If you had somebody that you really loved, and you really loved them, and you were doing things for them, and they never said thank you, I mean, just didn't show any kind of appreciation, I think after a while you'd probably get a little tired of that. You know? See, me, I'm not saying you have to do a, a rain dance for me if I give you something, because you don't. But be kind enough to say thank you. You know, it means a lot. Because when someone gives you something, they took time. And that's what the Lord does. He takes time. He makes sure everything comes out right for us. And from day to day, sometimes we go on and we just blow them off. Don't even speak to them. Don't, when we wake up in the morning, we don't say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. And even this morning, the Lord stopped me right there. He said, this is the day that I made. I want you to rejoice and be glad. Stop it right there. He says, stop it right there. I want you to be glad. Be glad. Be glad. Yes. 
I'm like, oh, okay, I'll be glad. He said, no, you're not hearing me. I said, be glad. Stop griping, stop complaining, stop worrying. I said, be glad in this day. Stop trying to figure out what's going to happen tomorrow or the next hour, what I'm going to eat for dinner, how much gas I have in the car. They're going to shut the phone off. I got to pay the water bill. He said, be glad. Be glad in this day. I was like, okay. I said, I get it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I mean, we just move along from day to day, not realizing how important praise is. See, you can't praise and complain. You can't do the both. You can't do them both. It's one or the other. I'm just putting it out there. That's the way it is. You're either going to praise him or you're going to worry. And you know what? He don't really want to hear that worrying stuff. He's not for that. Because if you're worrying, you ain't trusting him. And Lord knows you're not praising him. Because praise can't come out the mouth the same time. Fear, doubt, unbelief. It just doesn't work that way. So now, if you want it to flow the way the Lord wants it to, you better start praising him. You got to praise him. Because the praise changes everything, every situation. And I said, Lord, thank you. Psalms 29 and 2 says, give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. In the beauty of holiness. Give the Lord the glory that's due him. Lord, I thank you. When you start your prayer, begin with thanksgiving. When you finish your prayer, end it with thanksgiving. That's how you put a seal on it. Praise in the beginning, praise in the end. You can't get no better than that. You can't get any better than that. It's a good package deal, I'm telling you. That's right, it's a praise sandwich. Thank you, Pastor. It sure enough is. You just made yourself a nice big old praise sandwich. You know, when situations come in your life and the enemy try to freak you out and talk all kinds of trash, just start praising God. He hates that more than anything, let me tell you. That is our most powerful weapon is praise. Freaks him out. What you praising God for? How can you praise God? Let me tell you something. You get... get praising God, he will take flight, he will get out of your face. You hear me? He'll stop talking that trash because he can't stand it. He can't stand praise. He can't. He can't. I'm telling you. Psalms 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise, you even said that, shall continually be in my mouth. His praise. And the enemy hates that praise. That's why you got to keep doing it. It moves you from this point to the next point, to the next point, to the next point, and just move right on there to where God wants you to be. All that through praise. I said, man, I didn't know so much praise was in here. But it's a lot of praise. But now you've got to turn around and you've got to do that. You've got to praise. Don't leave it up to like when you come here, they say, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. What are you doing? All you're doing is repeating what they say. You're not praising the Lord. Don't be looking at me all strange because I said that because it's the truth. You hear that? Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Hmm. So what is that supposed to mean? What does that really mean? That just means you repeated what I said. Praise the Lord. But what are you looking to get out of that? That repeating thing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We used to sing a song in old church. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. And so they was going like this. this they thought this was praising the Lord. That ain't praising the Lord. 
That's not. Because I, you know, that's, that's nice. Because I, you know, I do it too. I run around, you know, when I feel real good. But that's not praising the Lord. What's coming out of your mouth? He wants to hear something. You know, there's a scripture that says, uh, you know, bodily exercises. What does that do? You know, so a lot of times, then after people heard that, they start sitting down. They said, well, I guess I'm not supposed to dance in church because they said bodily exercise. Yeah, you can, still, you can still dance before the Lord. But as you're dancing, say something. Lord, I thank you. I praise you. Just, just let him know how much you love him. When he created Adam and Eve, he created them because he wanted somebody to love and to love him in return. Don't look so shocked. That's why he did that. He could have floated by himself. You know, he'd been all right, but he wanted some love in return. You know, it's a lonely world where you don't have somebody to give it back to you. I don't care how together you are. I don't care how much money you have. If you don't have somebody to enjoy it with, reciprocate, you know, say, man, this is good. It, it's, it's a different flavor. You know, because sometimes I, sit to, I say to myself, hmm, man, I've been single a long time. A long time. And sometimes I get a little sad about it. I say, hmm. But then I say, you know what? The Lord knows. He knows I ain't ready. He knows I ain't ready. You may say, why not? You don't have nobody. I mean, what's, what's the problem? You, I mean, you, you look, you're all right. But the Lord let me know something. He says, you know, I want you to have a relationship with me where you love me above everything and everybody and be able to do that regardless. I said, okay. I get it. Because, see, he knows how I am. I'm a hard lover. When I love, I love hard. I put my all into it. You know, I give it all. And I said, you're right, Lord. I'm not going to make that mistake again. I knew it was going to get quiet when I said that. But you need to understand that. Because when it says God is a jealous God, he is. Because he created, created us for his pleasure. Meaning, we need to give back to him. Not always on it like, Lord, I need you for this. Lord, I need you for got a whole running list of things that we need from him. Not even stopping to say, good morning, Lord. Soon as you wake up, oh, God, Lord, you know I got to do so-and-so today. Oh, Lord, you know I got to send him a check. Oh, Jesus, Lord, what am I going to do? Oh, God, that's all he hears. All day long, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I ain't heard no love up in there nowhere. Some people send their spouses out like that. Honey, you know, when you get back, you got to do so-and-so. On your way, you know you need to stop and do so-and-so. You know, honey, you got to do so-and-so. You know, when you going to fix that light? When, you know what? When you going to cut that grass? When you going to do this? You got a whole running list. Mmm. 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 Not sweetheart. You know, they call it a honey list, honey-do list. Yeah. See, my mother was so good with that. She would write love notes and put them in my dad's jacket, his pants pockets different places so that during the course of the day, he might run his hand in his pocket and pull it out and see a love note from Dot. Perked him up, made him feel real good. Give him a little strength for the day. Said, I got Dottie waiting for me when I get home. That's the way the Lord is. He wants little love notes from us, you know. 
Not because you did this, I'm going to say thank you that I love you. No, I love you, Lord. I want that personal relationship with you. I love you. That's what praise is. That's what praise is. It's not deep, complicated. That's what praise is. Because I kept trying to figure out, I said, well, I don't understand where this is going. Lord, I'm not stupid, but I'm not getting this. He said, y'all making this too deep. Praise me, love me. Just love me. I want you to love me. I love you. I want you to love me back. This is not supposed to be one-sided. This is supposed to be both ways. What kind of relationship would you have? You have a spouse, and you're the only one saying something. She ain't never, or he ain't never saying nothing. Every time, honey, you know I love you. Honey, you know I love you. Honey, I love you. Out there working every day, bring your flowers, buy your clothes, buy your new ride, doing everything. Honey, you know I love you. Honey, you know I love you. That's the way we are with the Lord. He's making everything right for us. Only time we approach him, Lord, you know I could do so-and-so today, and I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I think you're going to do it for me. You're going to take care of me, right? Ain't thanked him for what he's already done. No kind of way. That ain't no praise. Sound like you're dogging him to me. He don't get no pleasure out of that. That is not praise. Praise brings pleasure to God. If you don't know it, you need to know it. And our number one priority has to be to love God personally. Not just love him for what he can do for us, but just love God. It's not enough just to give God our tithes. Pastor talk about this. We need to give God our heart. That's what he wants, our heart. If God gets your heart, he'll get your pocketbooks and your wallet. He will. You know the word? He'll get them both. That's when he has your heart. Seriously. See, the heart is a powerful thing. When you love somebody, man, you don't even have to know that they're in the room, but your heart will know. Like if you didn't turn around and say, oh, he's here. Oh, she's here. No, your heart let you know before, they, before you even recognize that they were in the room. It's just something about it. just perks up, lights up. You just know, hey, they're in the room. That's something they pay. People always say, oh, that's that first love. That should be any love. That's, that should be any love. Put a smile on your face. Say, I know my honey's here because I feel it. I can feel it. Lord, I know you're here because you said you never leave me or forsake me. But even in that, he said he will never leave us or forsake him. But we're leaving him every day. We're forsaking him. We're not loving up on him. We're not thanking him. We're not praising him. That's how you leave him. He don't leave you. He's still there. He still abides. But boy, does it hurt him. Boy, does it hurt him. He said, if they would just acknowledge me, if they would just love me back, if they would just tell somebody else how good I am, that's the thing. You know, just like if you get a good deal somewhere, you're going to tell somebody else. If you go to a restaurant and the food was good, you're going to tell somebody. If the food was bad, you're going to tell somebody. Child, don't go there. That food is horrible. The service stinks. Don't even waste your time. They overcharged us. 
We were waiting when the food came. It was cold. See, you, 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 you know, you run it down for them. Same thing. Man, I went there, and let me tell you, the, I got the best deal. And I went back again, and I was still got another good deal. Child, I'm keep going to that place. That's what the Lord wants us to do about him. He wants us to praise him just like that. And it shouldn't be hard to praise God. We woke up this morning. You're breathing. I didn't see anybody had to be carried in here. I didn't see anybody come up in the ambulance. I didn't see any of that. Did you? Did you? No. Some drove, some rode with somebody that drove. You're able to get up and get yourself together. That's all the Lord's doing. We heard praise reports. That's the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. And I'm thankful we have a spot in our service where we ask for praise reports because that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be telling somebody the goodness of the Lord and what he's done and what he continues to do because if he does it for them, guess what? I'm trusting God for something else and I know he's going to do it for me too. He's got more than enough love. He's got more than enough resources. The promises are yes and amen. We've got it all. Why won't we praise God? It's not a hard thing. It shouldn't be a hard thing to do. Revelations 4 and 11 says, For thy pleasure they are and were created. Talking about Adam and Eve. That's why God created them. Amplified version says, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive the glory and the honor and dominion. For you created all things. By your will they were brought into being and were created. Talking about Adam and Eve. That's why he created them. That's why he created us. For his pleasure. It pleased him to be able to commune and talk to them in the garden every day. But don't you know how much it broke his heart when they went against him and they didn't reciprocate. They let that sneaky, stinking, sly snake come in and convince them that, get out of here, you don't need to, listen. He's trying to keep you from getting smart as him, telling you don't eat from that tree. He made that tree, you can eat all the trees you want, eat from all the trees if you want. Now, the Lord had already gave him everything they needed. If he said, don't touch that, then don't touch that. It's just like your kids sometimes. He said, don't touch that. As soon as they think you're not looking, there they go, trying to touch that. I said, don't touch that. Now, I know somebody told me this story that uh, they, were kid, they were in the kitchen, and the mother had the stove on. After she finished cooking, she turned the stove off, and she told him, don't touch that, because it was hot. You know they didn't believe it, right? First chance they got, they went over there and put their hand on that. They put their hand on that grate, and guess what? They couldn't turn it loose. So mom had to come in and literally pull that hand off that grate. She said, I told you not to touch that, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Now we got to take you to the hospital because the hand was blistering like crazy. That's the same way with us. The Lord tell you, don't do that. You don't need that. That is not for you. The enemy says, look, ain't nothing wrong with you having that. He says he's giving you everything that pertains to life and godliness. This is part of the deal. Go ahead. For ain't nothing wrong with it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. He'll forgive you. That's what grace is all about. Oh, he talks so much trash. He tell you one thing to the next, to the next. Don't be fooled by those distractions the enemy brings. 
That's his job. You know, I heard a minister say, you give too much credit to the devil. The devil is not omnipresent. Y'all just think he is, because y'all keep talking like he is. God is omnipresent. The devil's not. What he does is, he plants a seed in your head. And you make him omnipresent, because you keep rehearsing that dumb stuff he put in your head. He ain't omnipresent. But he sits back and laughs. He says, I got him going now. Man, I suckered them in. <laughs> I got them going. You know what you're supposed to do? Start praising God. Praise God. Shut it down. That's how you shut them down. Praise God. Lord, I thank you. You said in your word, I'm the head, not the tail. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you. My promotion comes from you. Evidence of it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I thank you. I'm the head and not the tail. Glory to God. Lord, I thank you. You set before me an open door that no man can shut. Hallelujah. That's what you do. Because see, the enemy come and talk that trash to you. Shut him down. Shut him down. Mm-mm. That's what I say. Mm-mm. Shut him down. He can't stand praise. Do you hear me? He can't stand praise. That's why you praise him. Keep praising Jesus. Keep praising him. Keep speaking the word of God. We are more powerful. God gave us that. He equipped us with that for a reason. He knew that slide thing out there. He knew about him from day one. From day one. He was one of his. He was created. He created that little joker. And he think he bad enough he gonna go against God that he can mess with God's head. Trying to mess with God's head is trying to mess with your head. Because you and God are supposed to be the same. We're supposed to have the same faith. He gave us the measure. Same faith God has, same faith we have. Same. Nothing different, the same. Use it. Use it. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. I don't care what it looks like. Your word says... Your word says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Satan comes every way he can to try and stop you from worshiping God. He does. He'll send distractions, disappointment, fear, sickness, lack. But let me tell you something. Mm -mm, Don't fall for it. Philippians 4, 4 and 7, rejoice in the Lord all way. And again, I say rejoice. Praise God in the midst of the problem and praise him all the way out of the problem. When the problem comes, start praising him. Next thing, show up, keep on praising him. Before you know it, you don't praise yourself. Clean out of that situation. I'm telling you. People looking at you strange like, how can they be praising God? With all this stuff going on. Don't you worry about it. I'm praising my way through this thing. I'm going to keep right on dancing until it rains. That's right. Enemy can't stand that. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Then he tells you, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. 
And the peace of God, not your peace, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. That's what praise does. They said, oh my God, how could you concentrate? How could you function with that going on in your life? Because I'm praising God. That's how. I'm not leaning to my understanding. I'm praising God. Hallelujah. I don't care what they say. I praise God. God is above all. He's above everything. So I don't have to be full of fear. I ain't going to be full of fear. I'm not going to doubt. I'm not, uh, not for a moment. God said it in his word. I believe it. I trust him. I don't care what's set before me. I don't care what, I don't care. I don't care. I believe God. That's why I'm praising him. Like I lost my mind. You think that'll make him feel good? He said, I know my child loves me. I know my child believes in me. Yes. It's like your own child. They'll come to you, mommy, daddy, this happened or that happened or I have to do this, I have to do that. Yes. They make their request known, they put it there and they keep on moving. Now, when it gets in your lap, then here you go. Oh, God. <clears throat> now, you know, I just had to do so and so. You don't tell them that. See, it don't really, that don't really mean anything to them. No. They're coming to you saying what they need. Right. And they feel they can come to you and you're going to make sure it's okay. You're going to work it out. Yeah. Well, guess what? That's the way the Lord is. He wants us to come to him. Yeah. It doesn't matter all the millions and billions of people in this world calling out to him. Father, help me. Yes. Help me. And you know what? He does. He knows my voice from yours. He knows my cry. He hears me. And I said, Lord, help. Sometimes you can't even put words. You just say, Lord, help me. And you know what? Turns his head right around. My child needs me. Here I go. Yes. Yes. Doesn't matter that he was already working on this situation. He took care of somebody and all the other millions of people. When I cry out, he hears me. He comes right there to rescue me. I mean, not late one second. Do you hear me? I mean, comes immediately and works that situation out for me. And for you too. Why won't you praise him? How could you not praise him? Oh my God, how could you not praise him? God is so good, saints. He's not asking for a lot. Love me. I love you, love me back. He ain't asking for a lot. He's not even asking you for service. He's not asking you for works. See, we've been trained that you got to work this thing. You got to work it, work it. No, you don't. You got to praise him, praise him, praise him. He ain't asking you. He didn't say be human workers. He said be human beings. Just be what he created you to be. Just be a being, okay? You ain't got to be a worker bee. Just, do, just be a human being, all right? He'll take care of all that. Service is not what gets, that don't give him pleasure. Mm-mm. Because see, if you love somebody, you're going to do for them anyway. But that's not, that's not what he's asking for. You can't serve him enough. You can't do service enough. Ministry, yes, we're going to do that. We're going to minister to people. But that's not what he wants. He wants you to love him. Praise him. 
Give him the honor that's due him because it is. He is worthy, saints. God is worthy, worthy, worthy. He just wants us to praise him, praise him, praise him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And when you do, you'll stop fretting. You'll stop worrying. Instead of worrying, you'll pray. Let your petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, there'll be a sense of wholeness and everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It'll settle you down. I've got two seconds. It's wonderful what happens when Christ gets rid of that worry out of the center of your life. And all you had to do was just praise him. Praise him. That's all you had to do. It's only when we pray with thanksgiving that the peace of God will keep our hearts and our minds. Keep our hearts and our minds. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. Text keyword RWOLFC to 77977 or through our free app. Search RWOLFC in the App Store. For more information, visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.